Westeros. And welcome to our Morning Throners podcast. I'm Nelson. I'm Jeff. And I'm Kyle. And we're the fucking Morning Throners. And welcome back to another episode of your favorite Song of Ice and Fire podcast. We are your Morning Throners with Tyrion 7 on deck. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Hopefully better than a baby in 1846. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and I just went off on a long tangent. We got into an argument before we even started recording. We don't have to be worthless, up and worthless argument. It involved babies in the past. <laughs> Getting into this chapter. So, yeah, this was... Surprise. I'll get it. I'll, I'm going to give a hot take for Nelson. This was a, a chapter. That's what I was going to say. This was an obvious Whoa. filler chapter. Not your favorite chapter? Not favorite chapter. Bottom of the barrel chapter. Obvious filler. Is it even a good chapter? No, it's a bottom 50, like on a scale of one to 10, it's definitely not a five. So it's one to four, somewhere in there. Could the book have been fine without it? Um, That might be a question for spoiler section more. I would agree with that. I just don't want to free thought right now and have something slip, but, but probably. Well, I mean, you saying it's a bad chapter gives probably an, enough away. It doesn't. I mean, I thought it was a bad chapter. Yeah, I mean, it's short. Nothing really happens. Nothing fucking happened. Let's be real. Nothing happened. Yeah, I think we're all in, we're all in agreement on how good it was. Kyle, give us the quick summary. I mean, we could we could legitimately end this pretty quickly, right? So, like, <laughs> Tyrion, <laughs> yeah. Tyrion's like, man, Sansa doesn't even cry in front of me. That's how it starts, right? Like, he's like, she's she's not even showing any emotion around me. She still hasn't cracked. Then he goes to see Shay. He chases her around for a while in the dark. And then realizes he can't be with her anymore. Yeah, and then he like has kind of a weird epiphany, right? Where he's like, I can't be with her. But it, I don't know. That seems so out of place for him to me. I mean, this is probably the longest spot we could talk here, I think, on this chapter. I mean, do you want to go through it in more depth? Like, yeah, We're not going to have good. content. I mean, we, we can still go through it. There's still some shit. And I, okay, I, but then I, I shouldn't do this, yeah, this yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. Let's, 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 leave, let's leave the listeners yeah. with something yeah. for the end. That's a good synopsis. Okay. But like honestly, those three things could have been summarized in like three paragraphs like oh, he woke up, Sansa still doesn't like him. Oh, but I saw Shay last night, we banged it out, but I don't think I could be with her anymore. Lead into a chapter with more substance than like where his apartment is and shit, but I digress. So there's some stuff in here that I think maybe is more surprising for Kyle than us. Like one of the things I totally forgot until like the very end, like when I was finishing notes, I'm like, oh, shit. I guess like this is the first chapter we realize Shay is one of Sansa's new maids. Yeah, that is new, new info, though, right? Like, yeah, because last we knew she was with lollies, right? Exactly. And it's one of the things that I, I think in the show, she never is a maid for lollies. Like she immediately gets brought in as for Sansa. So like she's in the show, she's a maid for Sansa for like. A decent time so like in my mind i was like when i read like the beginning of the chapter when i'm reading like she was like a maid or whatever i'm like oh of course and then i'm like oh wait kyle probably doesn't know that i think it was two two or three Tyrion chapters ago she was bitching about like not having her good silks and she wanted her good stuff but she yeah didn't have it and she was with lollies right yeah whenever i think it was either two or three ago for sure but i i didn't foresee this happening I don't know. It didn't. It didn't seem smart, right? Like it definitely still doesn't seem smart. And he even acknowledges that. In here. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what he's saying. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's. I I didn't think it was happening, but I also didn't. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think it would sway him that much, right? Like, so he seems so driven by her that for him to act like this is strange to me. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't trying to dig too much on the point of it. I was just saying, like. This chapter, again, it seems like a nothing chapter. That's one of the new things, at least for a first-time reader. Yeah. Right? It's now this new demand dynamic of the three of them. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's jump in. So Tyrion is in bed with Sansa watching her dream. Yep. So, and, and I'll bring up here, the where did the last Tyrion end? Like, what was the last Tyrion chapter we had? News of the Red Wedding. Exactly. He like Santa had gone off to pray. He had gone to this meeting. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Tywin's like, get her pregnant. And he's like... You literally, I'm going to have to break this horrible news to her. So this is another thing about this chapter. Just it's not the, the aphrodisiac we were thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, it's, it's, it's the first time we see Tyrion and Sansa interact. And they don't even interact, but we get like Tyrion's thoughts about like, it was awkward. <laughs> Pretty much, right? We don't get the reveal of that, but we get like him thinking about it in hindsight. And it was like, yeah, that was weird. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it had one way to go, right? And he even says it again here. Like, she's not going to, if if she's going to listen to or talk to anybody, it's not going to be a Lannister, right? Like, she doesn't want me wishing her well right now yep 
Uh, but she like when he told him. So again, like when she when he did tell her about it, she was just like stone faced, yeah. no reaction. It wasn't until later with a door between that they were crying. So that's kind of what you guys were saying. Like she won't even cry in front of me type thing. So yeah, she's obviously clearly not comfortable with him still. He again, I think we heard some of this before. They threw cats. Like again, more like description of that they got from what actually happened at the massacre. Yeah, well, I would I would say this was kind of confirmation too, right? So we got this from was this Stannis? Stannis, yeah. I'm not sure where he was getting his news. I think oh, I think it was from Salador saying getting it from just like here saying King's Landing or whatever, <laughs> and then giving that to Stannis. So yeah, yeah. So it didn't seem legit, but now it it definitely legitimizes uh, the wolfhead thing and the the cat being thrown in the river, and then like you said, it was a mockery of. Uh, the river river runs funeral rites. Yeah, it might have been a little spoiler by me last time. Yeah, whatever. Wow, imagine that Nelson giving another spoiler away. <laughs> it's not a big one. Yeah, and Tyrion's basically like, our marriage is as cruel of a joke as all that stuff that they did to the bodies after the fact. Like, and Sansa knows it. She knows that this is like a pretty much like a fake marriage. Oh, for sure. And he wonders. He doesn't straight up say it, but he's like, she still goes to the gods with the prey. But all her family's dead. He's like, I wonder if she prays for me. To me, I'm kind of – he doesn't actually ever say this or think it. But to me, it's like what else does she have to pray for at this point? Like she doesn't have – like there's no – I hope Rob wins. You know what I mean? Like they're all gone. Yeah. Like we know they're not all gone. Like we know – like she could maybe think that Arya is just because no body, no no word. Exactly. That's Sansa's only hope to not be the last Stark. And she doesn't really even like her. Because she thinks Bran and Rick on her for sure. And then if she's like a connection, if she feels John. Yeah, she doesn't like, she never really fucked with John though. And he's kind of like locked away. He has rules now, so. Yeah, he's not, he's not coming to help. Yep. He can't. So he ends kind of like the stance of thoughts with their words, our winner is coming. And it definitely did for them. He's like, but it's high summer for Lannister. So why do I feel so cold? So like he should be happy, (laughs) but he's not. He's kind of sharing Sansa's misery. He's also. Then he starts talking about the one good thing that did come of the marriage. Sorry, Jeff, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I don't know if it's now, but like he also kind of feels like a shame that he can't console or protect her through all this shit, too. Yeah, I think think he wants to, but she is just putting that wall up being like, you're the enemy, kind of. Well, yeah, exactly. It's not his fault necessarily, but yeah, he definitely can't be the one, right? Like, he's definitely associated with it. Yep. So, yeah, he does say there's one good thing about the marriage, though. He got a change of living arrangements. Oh, yeah, he got a he got a new house, essentially. Well, he's out of Cersei's place, right? He was he was stuck near her. Like. Yeah, so they were it. He was in Magor's Holdfast, and he was in a, like, a good spot in the Tower of the Hand. Then he got moved to a shitty spot in Magor's Holdfast. Magor's Holdfast, they call the castle within the castle. It's like the super defended. They have like a moat around, I think, the Red Keep, and then they have another moat around... Megar's hold fast, so it's kind of like the super inside fortress. Double, double walled, yeah. And he's like, I'm just glad to be out of there. And with Cersei. That's the biggest deal. Yeah, he had, we're not sure if it was Cersei. Tyrion always suspected it was Cersei, but at, basically when he woke up from the Blackwater battle, because Tywin had showed up, he's no longer in the hand, and he's like right above Cersei, or like right next door. Like she had, had him moved really close by and put in like a shitty spot. So, upgrade. And where is he living now? He stole somebody else's house. <laughs> Which I thought was good. Yeah, yeah, he took Lord Lord Giles Rosby house, uh, old apartments. I forget where it is. Above the kitchens, kitchen keep. I feel like this is a dope spot. It's kind of probably where all like the cooks and stuff work or sleep. So he's got like the penthouse suite and like the cooks' chamber. So he like he says he he wakes up to like the smell of bread in the morning. You think the cooks are living there? I mean, I guess they work there a lot, but it's called the kitchen keep. That feel, feels like pretty pretty high living for the cooks. No, well, that's what I'm saying. I think he has the penthouse. I mean, there are the king's cooks, though, right? Like the king, like the king's direct people yeah. should be treated pretty well. I At least know. the head, the head chef. I can't agree nor disagree. You think they're commuting from Flea Bottom? I feel like I feel like Tyrion living above the head chef is. I mean, I guess like this was Lord Giles. Who the, who the hell Tyrion's was Lord master Giles? Coin now, right? That's he what I'm was, saying. Like, who was Lord Giles? He was master of something. He was a master of something. Uh, actually, he wasn't. He was just like one of the people that was always at court. He's a lord. Yeah. Yeah, he's a lord. He he's one of the lords of the Crownland, so he's a his house is nearby. I don't think Tyrion minds being here. Like we've already mentioned, he's away from Cersei and he's probably away from his dad. And fuck it, he can do whatever he wants now. But like his position is should probably be in Mager's, especially as a family member. They should have probably found him a spot. 
inside, but they they're all probably him and Sins are probably happy to be gone. Yeah, I think I think you're right. <laughs> like I think he, he probably deserves something a little bit higher honor b- based on birth, but no one's upset about it. Also, the castle's main kitchen was just across a courtyard, so it wasn't underneath. It wasn't like it was right next to it. Yeah, so he's not. That's what I was saying. Initially, I thought he was on top of the kitchens, but I guess you don't want anything on top of the kitchens because there's a lot of smoke that comes up from the kitchens. So it's called the kitchen's keep is where he's living, which is why I then I then thought he probably just apartments for the chefs only. I mean, obviously, I think other people live there because we have proof somebody else lives there. All right, not important. Uh, Tyrion's like, all right, fuck this. I'm not sleeping. Let me walk down out of my apartment through the shits, and we pass the room with a new name. With a girl named girl snoring named Brella. Yep, she's the other new maid. So, th- what's the so where did Brella come from though? She's another maid, right? Or- yep, another maid got hired by Varys, and she has a good reputation because she used to be. Well, she was with Lord Renly. Yes, so she was good at being deaf, dumb, and mute. To, to see, yeah, she's she's been around important people in the past. Which again, like, is definitely well. I think that is, is again apply, implying his like sexuality, right? Yeah, here. obviously. Nobody it didn't get out, so yeah, she was good with him. Brella's snoring. Shay Shay doesn't like it though. Shay's not catching the disease like she used to. Yeah, that's true, because they probably share the like roommates now. They're definitely sharing quarters. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about Brella. Two things. One, she came from Varys. So like very is she like a very spy? Yeah. Comes up a little oh, bit. Oh, she's definitely connected to him, right? Like she has to be. And then two, the fact that she like was for Renly, like does taking on the same maid, like if everybody knew about Renly, insinuate almost that you have someone something to hide. Uh, right? I mean, nah, it's still all speculation. It's still all speculation. Like I'm sure Cersei wish you know hopes that her. I would think that everybody's maid is super. Would hope that their maid is tight lipped. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. that's for sure a requirement of the servants. Especially in this place. So, yeah. oh, Renly's dead. Let me spill all this dirty laundry. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> yeah. that would be bad, bad uh, work ethics there for the maids. It's I not going to win you any work. Yeah, yeah, yep. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. So he goes down, down to the dragon room. Shay's down there waiting. This is kind. Of, it kind of. I I didn't realize this until this read through. It kind of makes all like the secret passages like less secret. It's literally like in the base. You just go to the basement and then you're like in the secret like. Arya was in this like secret room where there's like mystery people the were walking through. Skulls. Arya was in this room. I mean, was it secret or was it just a dark room that Arya couldn't see her way? <laughs> I think out that's of what it? he's She's, saying. Like, jumping through windows. And stuff. I mean, Arya slid in through the windows. It felt more secret in the past. Yeah, and I never did. realized it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, the, just basement the basement of the, the kitchen keep. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it makes sense. Like, where's Robert going to store the like when he wants to take the dragon skulls out of the throne room? Where's he going to store them in like a in secret the passageway? Or like, no, just put them in like the basement. Yeah, that makes more sense. Just yeah, throw them in the basement. So. Yeah. But it just took some of the mystery out of it for me. Tyrion's like, yeah, we're just a lot of the different buildings are connected underground. So he just went down there to the basement, walks down the hallway, finds the door, goes inside, and he finds yep, like we said, dragon skulls and naked Shay. He's pumped. Um. but he's also like come out of there right immediately aroused she's standing inside a jaw yeah that's for scale right like i feel like that's the point of this is like just to show how big these dragon heads are yeah i think the scale is her dress was hanging on a tooth that is was as tall as she was yeah exactly that's what i guess what i'm getting at is we're trying to get more visual of these dragons yeah and Tyrion says he can't tell which one it is balerion or vagar again just cool because vagar is one of the dragons that was still alive at the time of house of the dragon so the show that's Currently okay. coming out of the time of this recording, one of these dragons was still alive, and it's a big boy, big girl, actually. Which one do you think she was in, Vagar or Balerion? It's hard to tell. He even says it's hard to tell. Yeah. Big, big dragon. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, she's naked. She's like, you got to come save me from the dragon's jaws. But when he goes over to her, it's so also it's, it's pre-dawn, so no light. Yeah, it's dark. And he has this candle. A taper. A taper just means a candle yeah, on a plate, just, right? It's just a big candle, tapered candle. Like yeah. that plate with the little hook? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That we don't yeah. have anymore that they probably yeah. had in the past for candles. <laughs> but back yeah. when they were giving anesthesia. <laughs> exactly, back before babies, babies got anesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> no. And <laughs> so but when he gets over to her, she blows up the candle, and now it's in pitch black, which I feel like is dangerous. They don't say it here, but I feel like when Ari was here, Super and I didn't stupid. look it up, 
I feel like Arya says that these teeth were like as sharp as swords. <laughs> like they super were super sharp. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like you you trip and fall. Tyrion trips and falls and impales himself on a on a Balerian tooth. You're I don't gone. know if he'd be tall enough. Little like a little molar in the back, like a little molar in the back. Maybe not the big guy, but molars are flat. Not for a dragon. They're not chewing. They're not chewing on lettuce. It's like what? Like are are animal teeth really that sharp? Like even a tiger's canines. Like is it sharp enough that like if you you wouldn't prick your finger it's on not it? Razor like, sharp. Obviously, no. if a tiger it's a, with it's like two hundred pounds yeah. of pressure yeah. is crushing you, it's sharp enough to fuck you up then. But like it's not like if you touch it with your finger is gonna prick you. Right? I got bit by a dog and it it wasn't sharp. It was just a puncture wound, round puncture. Again, wound. that's what I'm going on. That's what I'm going on. Is my my dog? My dog's teeth are sharp, but they're not sharp enough that like I'm gonna be like, oh, accidentally. Not razor blood. sharp. You know what I mean, yeah, exactly. But but like sharks do have sharp teeth, right? Like like yeah, sharks, sharp. you could probably maybe just about like teeth? poke it and be like, fuck. <laughs> we have time to get down this tangent. Yeah, I just don't <laughs> think dragons have molars. So I think if any of them are, where do dragons fall? Uh, uh, in the mythological creature category, that it doesn't matter. <laughs> Their teeth are fireproof too, Nelson. Maybe a shark is the only animal I can think of that actually is sharp like that, like prick your finger teeth. And I don't even, maybe I'm totally wrong about the shark. Maybe they're not even that sharp. But could dragons be like that? Is there an animal? Because George likes to use reference. Like, for example. Maybe dragons have shark teeth. Like you guys said, it's mythical. But George has said, like, the reason my dragons don't have two legs, and four legs and wings is because there's no animal on Earth that has four legs and wings. You know how some dragons have four legs and wings? He yeah. said any animal on Earth, if it has wings, it only has two legs. Yeah, like, uh, what's the dra- Dragonite from Pokemon? I feel like a lot of, like, Asian dragons are like, really long ones. Does Charizard, Charizard have four legs yeah. and wings? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's like a T-Rex with wings. I guess Charizard's an Asian dragon. It's from Nintendo. Yeah. Right? Charizard is, a lot of Asian dragons like don't a T-Rex even have wings, with wings, and Dragonite is like a teddy bear dragon with wings. Now you're getting into Pokemon. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't play Pokemon. I only know Bulbasaur, Charizard, and Pikachu. I'd play Pokemon right now if I had a working Game Boy. <laughs> Back onto this chapter, sort of. I don't think the teeth are that sharp, be- just because George again seems to go off real world, likes to be somewhat realistic. Maybe so like uh, the real teeth. world dragon teeth I mean, that he found. <laughs> so like, I mean, he literally said like, I li- and there's an interview. I'll find the clip where he says, "I like to be as scientific as possible. That's why my dragon." Some snake don't teeth have- are pretty sharp. That's true. And, uh, and dragons are probably snake more snaky than anything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. And that's why they wouldn't be drinking milk off of Danny's, Danny's tit. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't grow in yet. They were they were just baby dragons. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the chapter. There's dragons. It's dark now. They're chasing each other around. Shay's naked. Uh, Tyrion can't catch her. She eventually lets herself get caught. There's a part where she's like, come on, you have to have played Monsters and Maidens. He's like, you call me a monster. She's like, nah, I'm not a maiden. I'm not calling myself a maiden. Somewhere in there, they start having sex. Yep. And then they diddle, and then Shay's like, huh, why don't we just drug your wife, and then we can (laughs) diddle right next to her. She won't even know. What a weirdo. It's pretty much, she's like, what's wrong? He's like, oh, what the fuck isn't wrong, right? Like, he's like, my wife, my sister, my nephew, my father, the Tyrells, Varys, Pycelle, Littlefinger, Red Viper, Dorn. And and the way my face looks, right? Like, he's like, I'm, of course I'm fucking stressed. I'm ugly. I was ugly and now I'm uglier. Yo, you, you think he means like actually how I look? I thought it was more just like a and me. Like my whole fucking life, pretty much. But I guess that makes sense. Like he is uglier than usual. I probably looks in the mirror and doesn't really care for what he's looking at. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Like, and what she goes is she starts kissing like right on his scar and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, even like he... she's like, oh, well, I love you. And he's like, yeah, but I'm kind of like paid you to say that. <laughs> Like you don't even really do you even really mean it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, she's so innocent. He's like, what am I saying? Like again, he's done this before. He like catches himself. So this is what I wanted to talk to Kyle, ask Kyle about earlier when you were kind of going through your short summary. But he, ca- I know he's caught himself before, where he's like, oh, I'm so in love. She's so innocent, and then he's like, slap, idiot. She's a whore. But has he ever like thought about actually like trying to cut it off with her? Like that's what he's like considering here. No, not that I know. It seemed like even when like he first came to King's Landing era, like everything was like all about sneaking her in. It yeah, was it was never sure. about, you know, like I need to end this, right? Like that didn't seem like an option. It still still kind of seems weird to me. Like it doesn't doesn't seem in character for him yet, right? Like But there was a few times where he was definitely like, idiot, snap out of it, she's a whore. Like don't be falling for her. 
Yeah, for sure. But I feel like that's like who he usually is. Whereas here he like goes down this huge path of like, who can I marry her to? Again, I don't I just don't remember. Like even Jeff, do you remember what he the only time I can think it might have happened is right after the Battle of Blackwater, right? Because they took Ala Yaya and she got like punished. Mm hmm. I think maybe right after that, he was like, I don't I, like if they actually found Shay, it would be bad. We should stop this. And then I think they fuck. And he's like, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. Or something. Like that. <laughs> but I think I think it might have. I think he's might have thought of it once or twice. Maybe just once. Maybe when did just they then. Meet and did they meet in the bedroom that was very where he like? Yeah. When was that? After battle? They might have even done it twice. I think twice, actually. Like, I feel like that might have been like, hey, this is the last time type of thing, but I don't I'm I'm just kinda like, I'm just kinda guessing. I think you're right. I think that was what I'm talking about too. It was probably right after the Battle of Blackwater. Tyrion was fucked up. He didn't have anywhere to take her. Yeah. But I mean, I don't remember him being his face being all messed up, so I don't I don't know. I don't know that it matters really. I, I think you're right though. I think he has kind of started, you know, this I this idea has started floating through his mind. But the same time it seems like not something he would entertain for long to me well i mean clearly it only lasts i mean i mean here though i guess this chapter ends with him with still him on the it, thought yeah. still exactly it seems like that's now his opinion or his his new motive i think the the bigger thing that we need to talk about is not that she's he's afraid that she's gonna get caught but now varus might rat him out like i think that's the bigger it shows the conundrum of the relationship with Varys. Is like well, essentially, what's happening? This is this is where he's regretting like pushing her so far, right? Like he he's gotten her too close, and and this is also where like now, yeah, like you said, Jeff, Varys has something over him. Like he's like Varys told him not to do this, and if anybody asks, because like he he's gonna tell him the fucking truth. He's like, I I don't know you, I don't know you shit here. Tyrion. Yeah, I just think it shows like Varys has always known about this, right? So like, let's let's read this little quote here about that Varys says here. What, what you're talking about? I have no fierce sellsword to protect me, no valiant brother to avenge me. Only some little birds who whisper in my ear. With those whisperings, I must buy my life anew each day. Pardon me if I do not weep for you. I shall, but you must pardon me if I do not weep for Shay. I confess I do not understand what there is in her to make a clever man like you act such a fool. You might. If you are not a eunuch. Is that the way of it? A man may have wits or a bit of meat between his legs, but not both? Perhaps I should be grateful I was cut then. Yep, that's right. I so I think that's pretty much what we're talking about, right? It's like the beginning part there where Varys is like, yo, I got to just all I got secrets. <laughs> like, I got to survive. When you want secrets, I give you secrets. <laughs> when Cersei wants them, I give her, her give them to her. Right. So I think the cra the kind of the not crazy, but like. It, this could have happened at any time. Like it's just now being brought to our attention. But right when he brought Shay in, he could have been like, "Yep, Cersei. <laughs> like I just helped you. I just helped your brother. Like I'm helping you too." <laughs> like I, the the point I'm trying to make is that with Varys now being a two tongue guy, which I think we've already known, it's no secret, right? Yeah. But like he's been gone. Where the fuck's he been for the last half a book? What kind of shit's he been that's, doing? What secrets true. has he been telling? <laughs> that's a good point. That's that's the point I was getting at. It's like, what the fuck's he been doing this whole time? We haven't seen him. When's the last time we've seen Varys? He's this he's, kind of stuff. I don't remember. But yeah, probably earlier in the room. He was yeah. So I, I did look at I looked back at the notes. He did try and say Shay, get out of here. But then he said by the morning that was like the thought was gone. That wasn't that the last. In the, it was a Tyrion two of of this book. Varys, I'm sure, was in that one as well. What I was going to say in, in relation to Jeff is also like this wasn't nearly as um, prominent right in front of everybody before. So like it wasn't as big of a, a risk. Whereas now, like I said, he pushed Shay right to into the limelight. She's she's a central figure in, in their lives now. A lot more a lot more susceptible to getting yeah. caught now that they are interacting on the daily. Exactly. Yeah. To me, I think Varys' biggest thing isn't necessarily like telling people secrets. It's literally like he'll keep your secret he'll help you out with secret stuff and not tell anybody about it right it's not like he's telling people i mean he tells the people in king's landing about secrets from outside king's landing but with inside king's landing it seems like he just helps everyone with their own secrets but doesn't cross those streams right like yo Tyrion, i'll help you with all the shay stuff as long as nobody asks me about shay if someone asks me about shay i'll be straight up and now like it's kind of what you guys were just saying like 
when she was just off in a manse, no one's going to be like, yo, Varys, what's up with that yeah. girl off in a manse? But when she was with Lollies, there was a little chance that like, yo, what's up with this new maid for Lollies? Now that she's with Sansa, there's an even bigger chance. And he's like, when that happens, if someone ever asks me, I'm going to be straight up with him. <laughs> so the shoe is going to fall. Yeah. yeah. Ain't going to lie. I do like the part about like, you can either be smart or have a dick. Not both. <laughs> I like that one. But a little uh, conversation. <laughs> and Tyrion knows he's right. He's like, fuck. Varys is right. Like, I'm stressing out about this whole I mean, thing. All it does is add stress to my life. Plus, I feel guilty that I'm like stepping out on Sansa. He's like, I shouldn't feel guilty because she doesn't want me anyway. But I do feel guilty. So. Yep. All right. So now he's like, damn, should I just tell Sansa about Shay? Like, would that make everything easier? Like, hey, you don't got to worry about me. I can get my fix over here. And we can kind of keep doing what we're doing and maybe give you some relief. Yep. Exactly. Like she might, Sansa might like it that if I have somebody else to just like, and she knows that I don't care about like dealing with her because I have somebody else to go diddle with. And he's like, even Ned, even her dad, oh, so honorable father had a bastard. Like she has to, maybe she'll be up to a concubine. He had a little concubine. <laughs> yeah. He had a little, he had a little I, agreement on the road. He's pretty smart to end that idea quickly though. I like what a dumb idea, right? Like this girl hates you. Like it's like yeah, I don't think Sansa would really care to be honest. I don't think she would care, and who she, who would Why she would tell? She, but no, that's like a huge secret that could ruin him. Sure, but who would she tell? Anybody, anybody. I, I see what Kyle's that, that's saying. that's a coin, like a huge chip that he is giving her. Yeah, it's like it's like a, the same thing that Varys has now. Sansa could have it. I mean, what would it get you? Like you tell Tywin, and then they kill Shay, and then Tyrion is just there. Like, I don't think even, information. even if Varys tells Cersei, the worst thing is that they kill Shay. Like they're not killing Tyrion over this. Yeah. They're just gonna kill Shay. Shay will get the and, Tysha treatment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like it sucks to say, but she'll I'm sure Tywin would do something similar, right? Like the la- like Tyrion didn't marry Shay, but the last person the last whore Tyrion married, he had the guards run through and then Yeah. Like, that was Tywin's punishment last time. It's I, not gonna be better. Right, <laughs> probably yeah. I think I I think I could see Sansa being a little like one. She hates she hates this guy, right? She doesn't like at some point she's got to realize that he's getting the pressure to consummate this marriage. Now he hasn't yet to this point, but that's the whole point, right? Yeah, from Lannister's point of view, if she can be like, oh shit, he's not even worried about consummating the marriage with me. Uh, fine, I'll, I'll do this fake thing and like let me kind of live my shitty life here but yeah yeah and i see what you guys were talking about with like she could tell somebody else i was more thinking there's a part here where he's like he's like in general little girls aren't good at keeping secrets and i'm like she's literally going to godswood every night under your nose keeping secrets from you right so like i was thinking like she could keep the secret if she wanted you guys were more saying like she wouldn't want to keep the secret she would tell someone to fuck you over well, the other the other thing he brings up is that she has one pretty bad experience of keeping a secret in the past where she told Cersei exactly what her dad was trying to do and got her dad yeah. killed. So, I mean, like... That's funny. He calls her a rat. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, she has a reputation, right? Yeah. Again, I think a lot of people, a lot of Sansa fans think that that was, like, a manipulation thing and that she had no really choice except for to tell Cersei what was going on. I mean, there was definitely manipulation I don't know there. if I agree. Pretty much Cersei was, like... Oh, you're going to tell me? Actually, I think Sansa might have done that one kind of on her own. Just because she didn't. She, Ned was like, hey, we're leaving King's Landing. And, Sir, and Sansa's and like, she's like, no, Cersei, I want to be queen. No! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to marry yeah, Joffrey. Exactly so. No. Yeah, I don't know if I have much defense. Again, I, Sansa fans, let us know the defense. I don't have much one. Well, she was kind of manipulated into that that way of thinking of she had to be queen. Yep. Yeah. So right. the, other, the other thing we haven't now mentioned. Ta- sorry. The last thing we haven't mentioned is what is today? Like, I don't know if it was mentioned at all in the ch- like up until here. At the end of the chapter, I don't know if it was mentioned at the beginning. It's not mentioned until the last sentence, I don't think. Okay, gotcha. So what's what's today? Or like the last paragraph. Tyrion woke up early before dawn on the first day, a new day. A new day, a new year, a new century. I survived the Green Fork in the Blackwater. I can bloody well survive King Joffrey's wedding. Yep. So again, we knew Joffrey was getting married on the first day of the new century. So a new day, a new year, a new century, Joffrey's wedding. So he woke. this was all on the morning of Joffrey's wedding day. And the first day of the new century, which is just great for me, timeline-wise, because it's like, fuck yeah, there's perfect, no question about this one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like gives us a good a spot to go off like other ones, like on before and after. We should have like a oh, if we ever hear like this was like a week before, this was a week after. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I just you know I love it for the timeline. No, it's a good uh, waypoint. 
There's also a song. I don't know if you guys know it. It's a new dawn. It's, it's a, a new, new day. day. It's a, a new, new life. life for me. And I'm feeling good. Yeah, exactly. That's I, I think of that when I read that line. So just throwing it out there. Listen to that song. I think it's called Feeling Good. Yeah, I know the most recent one is uh, Buble just redid it. I don't, I don't, I can't give anybody credit before Michael Buble, but I know it's not his song. Yeah, that's one I've heard too, though. It's a good cover. So he's pretty much like, what can I do with Shay? He's like, I can send her to the whorehouse, right? Shatai's whorehouse, where it would be the best. Only the best would be, you know. Make make some bank. Yep. Yeah. She'd be able to wear jewels and stuff. Or maybe I could marry her to Braun. Like, he would like that. Braun's, <laughs> Braun wouldn't mind. At least I'd still get to see her. Like, I wouldn't be involved anymore. And then he and mentions. It would be better this, than she could have ever hoped for. Yeah, exactly. He's a knight. Uh, or Sir Talad. And he picks his other knight. Yeah, who's Sir Talad? Is this a new cat? Yeah. No, we've heard of him. I think we've seen him a few times. He's just like a guy who's been in the yard fight. Let me if I can click on his note. He just wants me to correct his name, the spelling of his name. Nice. So three appearances so far. He was seen in Clash of Kings with Tyrion practicing in the yard with Bronn. Bronn says he is the best out of everyone in the yard. So that's pretty good. That's high praise. Stanza 1, Storm of Swords. He sees him practicing in the yard, driving back one of the red wine twins. Sansa three. Sansa dances with him for a moment during the feast. I think that is her wedding. Probably. So, yeah, he's pretty much like, yeah, he's he's a choice dude. Yeah. yeah he's right. just a good knight who's been around King's Landing. But he'd be pissed if he found out about her past, probably. Well, is it he'd be pissed or like things would go bad? Like he'd be, I guess, it, yeah, he'd be pissed to the point of the marriage is off. We're done. I tell Tywin or something. Yeah, like, yeah, like, what did Tyrion do to me, right? Like, like, because if it's he's just like, oh, I'm mad at you, then it's like, who who cares? They have an argument, but it's like, it's I'm mad with consequences. It seems like it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you married me to a whore. How could you do this? Yep. But he decides by the end of the chapter. Sir Talad's the guy. That's it. We're going with Sir Talad. Shade. Basically, I love. She gives him the I love you. I don't know if this is the first time we've heard that. She says I love you. Yeah, also, there's this new pet name. I don't know if you've heard before. My giant. Is that is that new? I feel like she's called him that. My giant of Lannister. He's been saying my giant. She's been yeah. saying that since I think the first the first meeting. It seems like <laughs> okay, just playing on his insecurities. And but she hits the I love you here. And he doesn't say it back, but he's like, I love you too. And he's like, you know what? Because I actually love this girl, I gotta send her away. Like, even though she's a whore, like she mm. deserves better than like the risk I'm putting her at. Like she could literally, if she's found out she's dead tomorrow, like yeah. she deserves better than that. Sir Talad it is. End of chapter. A decent man and tall. Again, Tyrion played on his own insecurities on that one. So, Kyle, we're going to Joffrey's wedding. Kyle, did you see the next chapter? Yeah, it's at Sansa. You get more, more info here. It's been a while since we had a Sansa chapter. We're not leaving. We're not leaving the, the kitchens, the kitchen apartment for staying. <laughs> I mean, it's still more info, right? Like from a different perspective, at least. This might be a little spoiler. It picks up right o- right after, right on the heels of this. Wow, spoiler. Jesus, Nelson. You'll get it in a paragraph. You're the worst. Unbelievable. I don't even want to talk to you anymore. This is her only her fourth chapter, and the last Saints chapter was her getting married, So it was, and it was a while ago. It was chapter it 28. It was, yeah, I know. This is right? chapter I'm, 58. I'm, I'm interested to pick back up on her. We'll see, we'll see what's going on. Um, we get some answers to like what you guys were saying, like what she thinks, who's alive. Uh, maybe things like that. It's cool because like we've seen her around. She's also supposed to be escaping, right? Like that's like today's the day she's supposed to be out of here. Ooh, that's true. So what happens? She's been going to the woods a lot, so I think I think that plant's probably underway. So that's interesting. We'll I, I I started taking notes in the first half of the Sansa chapter, and I didn't like remember that. And now there's some things that make more sense with that. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> she's like excited or something, probably. She's it like seems... nervous. She's like nervous. Yeah. I'm like, why is Sansa like <laughs> nervous? I she's thought it was got just because it was Joffrey's wedding, and she like didn't want to get like Joffrey like no, yeah, she's or something. But I'm like, oh, I think I think she's getting out. Sense. I think something's yeah. got to go right for these Starks, man. All right, cool. We'll see what happens next chapter. She's getting out. Sansa four. See Kyle in that one. We'll see the rest of you guys in the spoiler section. Bye bye. Bye Kyle. Later, nerds. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert!
Bye, Kyle. Bye, Kyle. Get the hell out of here. See you on the next one. For Sansa 4. Now, onto the spoiler section. For Tyrion 7. Mm-hmm. Jeff, you got anything? Short one. It's a nude. I got, I got two things that perked my ears, perked my eyes as I read them. Go ahead. The first one is Shay admitting that she's not a maiden. Not for the fact that we knew she wasn't a maiden, but to the fact that she's been working for Tywin this whole time and she's a little liar. She's been hiding stuff, right? Like, oh, I never said I was, like, I don't know. Like, it just gave me I'm hiding stuff vibes. So we've been talking about how she's been working for Tywin, like, for a while. Like, I think think there's possibilities as going back to even before she was in Tyrion's service, like when Bronn went to find someone to go to, like, right at the... Yeah, at the battle, battle of the Green Fork when Tyrion first met her, I think we've suggested it could have been way back then. Now that I was thinking, I was thinking about it a little bit in this chapter. I think Tyrion. So Tyrion, remember he had a conversation with Tywin where he's like, "I think Sansa's maids are spying on her. I think they're yep. sure she spies." And Tywin's like, "She's sure she's your wife. Get rid of them and get new ones. Like you're her husband, you can do that." And he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit!" And then this is the first chapter we actually hear about it. So he does it and and employs Shay. So Tyrion does that, employs Shay, Tywin, maybe Tywin doesn't even care, doesn't notice, but especially yeah. because Tyrion talked to Tywin about this. I don't like the maid Cersei has for for Sansa. After Tyrion switches them, is there any chance Tywin was like, hey, who are these new maids? And at least asked, if didn't if he Varys. didn't go and talk to the maids directly, asked Varys. And Varys told us in this chapter, if someone asked me, I'm not fucking lying. Again, I feel like if he would have told Tywin, he Varys would have admitted that to Tyrion. He would have said, like, yo, bro, I, I told your dad, so shit's about to happen, right? At least here. Or Tywin would have already acted on it, and Shay's head would be on a spike. Like, Well, ho- hold on. So where does Tyrion find Shay at the end of this all, all this, this whole deal? Right. Eh, so you're, Tywin's so you're saying that he finds out, yeah. You're saying that he finds out and he's like, okay, like instead of just killing Shay, like let me actually like use her more You're my to, spy now. to now now to get Tyrion. Like You're my spy now on Tyrion. Because yeah. Tyrion basically was saying, I don't like that Cersei has spies that are Sansa's bedmaids. Tyrion swaps the bedmaids. Yeah. Tywin's like, you know what? These girls are gonna be my spies now. I'm gonna get in contact with them and then basically be like, You're mine. So he's like, Varys, who are these girls? He probably tells again, again, all this is speculation. Varys would probably tell Tywin, mm. yeah, this girl was Renly's. He was she was keeping <laughs> all his secrets. He's she's now keeping Tyrion's secrets. Uh Shay is Tyrion's lover. And Tywin's like, bring her to me. And then Tywin and Shay have this meeting. He's like, yo, you're gonna stay alive, but you're gonna tell me everything that happens with you, and my son. And then I I feel like it's hard to believe that Tywin would be banging Shay at the same time Tyrion's banging her. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he's cool with that. But but who knows? Maybe he's also like, and you're going to start fucking me too. It turns out we don't know anything about how Tywin deals with the Thors. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I definitely, I think it's plausible. I think it's more plausible than her being under his thumb the whole time. That, I don't that know. he would raise his eyebrows at this point and be like, you know what, let me dig into this a little bit. Well, well let's not say, let's not think that like she was a plant. I don't know if I truly believe that she was a plant in... Tyrion's war tent, right? Like, she might have just been a camp follower. They have their night before the battle. Tywin One thought he was going to die in that battle, right? So, true. there's not a whole lot of need to have Shay then. But once, like, I'm sure he had somebody spying, like, yo, see, did he even, did he tell her? Did he tell him not like okay like do what you have to do but you're not bringing one of them with us right? You're not bringing that whore back. Yeah, he said like so that he whore. knew I don't think he's had her he name, knew, but he said like. But I'm gonna assume now he knows who that whore was, and someone in the in the company that takes Tyrion to King's Landing, we we one of them has to be Tywin's under Tywin's guy. So now he's like, all right, I know. Tyrion just had a night with this girl. I told him not to bring said girl. Let me pause you real one sec. Give me, I want to like, if you were laying up multiple choice question answers to when Shay could have flipped the Tywin. So we have okay. the one initially. 
I think you're suggesting uh, there's a there's she, a potential flipping point like right before they left, like to to go to King's yep. Landing. Like he's yep. like, don't take that whore, and he's like, he tells one of his men or tells Shay directly, he better not take this whore, or tell Shay if he takes you, tell me what's. I going think on. there's four options, and I don't even th- I don't even think the fourth one is really an option. Okay, so that's two, right? When he first meets her, Third she was one. already a plant, and then he converts her before some time but between Tyrion meeting her and then leaving for King's Landing. Yeah, go ahead. Option C would be right now this chapter, like or Varys somehow. when she's appointed, like what what I was suggesting. Yes, that's C. Okay. D would be she, he, does Tyrion send her away, and she gets angry, and I, I'm just thinking of show. I don't I don't remember how she becomes a witness in the trial. Yeah, so the next chapters are Sansa, which is the breakfast leading up to the wedding. Mm-hmm. There's Shay might be like a bedmaid in that, but there's no Tyrion Shay alone. And the next Tyrion is the wedding. So this is the last interaction. Like I understand what you're saying in the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. He, he has sent her away. None of that here. She literally Tyrion right, just gets right. arrested pretty much. Does the next thing. So the, the so why does she become? Does she witness? Does she witness all against so she, him? Cer- Cersei and Tywin would definitely call her in as a witness just because she's Sansa's bedmate. Sansa's missing. Tyrion is gone. Like Pod, Shay, and Brella are probably the best three witnesses. So she would probably just yeah. get brought in at that point. I think you're right. That's to me. That's D. That's option D of when because Shay flips yeah. at one point. Again, right. I don't think she was ever super loyal to t- Tyrion, but like e- she was more loyal to Tywin at some yeah. point. It's, and we've laid out the four points, and I agree that's the last one. Like. Ty- Tyrion, does he do anything to spite her? Like, does does he have a conversation with her in the next two chapters before he gets arrested, where he's like, "No, I can't do this anymore. You have to go marry somebody else." Like, nope. it's it's very obvious in the show. She's pissed, right? Like in the you, show, you she's in love with him to flip. Yeah, there's in the motive show she's for in love with flipping. him. In the book, she's not. Yeah, and this is one of the things that George in the interview has admitted. Like, he's like, I actually like the way the show did it better. Than the way I did it in my, in the books, she's just a camp follower. I think our George is like word for words. He's like in the books, she was just a camp follower who was it in it for the money. Yeah. Like that. He says that like, he's like, I liked how the no emotions. He says, I liked how the show actually weaved in a real r- love interest from Shay's side of it. He's like, I think they did it well, yeah. but yeah, not in the book. They gave her, they gave her a motive to actually flip that. He sent her away. Yeah. And she was pissed. Because I think if George wouldn't have said that, I'd be with you. And there's a chance that Shay actually maybe catches feels towards the end, right? She drops the I love you right here. Like maybe she is actually falling for him. Mm-hmm. But I think there's enough evidence she does it. When Tyrion gets married to Sansa, he's like, who cares? You'll still have me. Like she's like, okay, being the side piece, right? Like mm-hmm. it kind of shows to me that she's like, like knows, yeah. knows her role. And she's a whore the whole time. I'm leaning on B or C. I would say those are the most likely. I don't think Tywin, one, needs to employ uh, camp followers that are spies because he probably already has a spy. Like he's He had to have somebody watching as, as Tyrion left, and he's like, oh, there's... like Even if he's just on top of the hill watching Tyrion leave, which I don't even know if he did, but he's like, oh, wait. That's that girl. She's leaving with him. So, yeah, I think the only way you get A, meaning she was a plant before she ever met Tyrion, is if Braun is really playing the game, right? Tyrion says, Braun, go get me a girl. If Braun is like, because I think at that point, Braun has been introduced to Tywin, right? Early in the chapter, Tyrion meets with Tywin. And it's like, this is Shaga, son of Dolph, Braun, son of, you wouldn't mm-hmm. know him. That might be a show only thing. But like, I think that scene happens in the books right before the end where he's like, go get me a girl. Maybe Braun was like, you know what? This guy, the dad is more important than the son. How do I get in mm-hmm. his good graces? And when Tyrion's yeah, like, go yeah. get me someone. If Braun goes to Tywin and is like, yo, your son wants a whore. Do you want me to plant somebody? I think that's yeah. a potential thing. Then, But I think if you're going down that road, you have to know that when Tywin says you will not bring that whore to King's Landing, he's using reverse psychology, knowing that'll make Tyrion do it. I don't think that's a far stretch to assume. I think it's a pretty good bet, <laughs> right? That if you want Tyrion mm-hmm. to bring her, the best thing you could tell him is don't bring her. So, but right. I agree. I don't think A is very likely. I think, but I think that's how it would happen. I agree. Tyrion, Tywin doesn't just have random camp follower spies, but I think Braun could have yeah, played a part under there. his dime too, like or that he's paying. Yeah, but I think Braun could have played a part, but I don't think it likely. So I agree. Yeah. So I just think it. I just think it's her admitting she's not a maiden, 
again, I'm not taking it in the terms of like her maidenhood isn't yeah is broke, right? It's more so like I'm not I'm not innocent doing the curtsy thing that you, yeah I'm not I'm not a lady, right? And I've been she's kind the of she's kind of pretending that she's a lady in a way, like at least his lady. Yeah. And what I mean by that is like, hey, like, yeah, no, I'm not a mate. I'm not a your lady. I'm I'm actually fucking working for your dad. So just gave <laughs> me that vibe. All right. And then my other one, big, big symbolism here. The Targaryen dragons are emerging from darkness. From like, yeah, when the dawn's coming through the windows. Yeah. And I'm taking it a step further. Black amidst the gray. Keep going. Do you have the Do you have the whole quote? Or is that all you I got can written find down? It. I can find. It. I can keep going. I think the next. I don't know if it's right after this, but the next part I had was one dragon skull looks more. Actually, I think this is way earlier, so I might be wrong. I think much earlier when he first looks at Shade, he's like, "Is that Balerion? Is that Vagar? One dragon skull looks mu- much like another. I think this is like a parallel to two different things. The skulls of the Targaryen dragons were emerging from the darkness around them, black amidst amidst the gray. Day comes too soon. A new day. Yeah, that's when the new century, right? Yeah, we yeah, were, yeah. I think we were that quote. Yeah, we did. I was thinking of a different part of the, the dragon skulls. That's a good one. What's interesting there? I want you to keep that in mind when if, when you read the next Sansa chapter. Again, it's a short one. I think some of the some of the points I had here relate to that Sansa chapter. The Sansa chapter starts with her waking up from a dream. Okay, but also in the Sansa chapter, she sees two clouds. It's weird. There's like a two paragraphs about it where she's looking out the window and there's these two clouds that she thinks look like castles and they're in the eastern sky as dawn's breaking. She wakes up a little bit before dawn. So as the sun's coming up, she's watching these clouds and she says the clouds go from gray to black, from black to gray to the, all the colors. And it made me uh-huh. think of this, the dragon skulls, because huh. that's what Tyrion's seeing at dawn. As the dawn's coming, he barely sees Shay and then he sees the dragon skulls emerging from black from the gray yeah and again when so, i read the santa thing it's weird that like the two paragraphs about the clouds i'm like you're gonna hate next chapter when i bring it up it's like what the fuck is the point of these clouds it's one of those things that it seems like it means something but i have no fucking clue like the clouds yeah. collide and turn into one cr- castle and then end up crumbling and they turn to gold beforehand and shay even comments huh. on it i'll have to read it and i'll give you my i'll save i'll save my my insight for next week when i read it yeah, I was definitely going to ask you on it next chapter, but but that's what that line reminded me of: the dark skulls fading to black because it's a, they're both seeing the same thing, something black fading to gray at the same time when dawn is breaking. Yeah, and you know I love dawn. Uh, well, I actually, name piece. I think dawn. I think this is. Uh, <laughs> I think this. I think it's pointing towards Jon Snow, right? The black Ooh, admits okay. the gray is the biggest part. One, and I just think it's because he is wearing all blacks, right? He's He's a member of the Night's nice Watch. Admits the gray of Star stars, colors. right? The Stark colors. That's a good there. point. I didn't so, even think about that. That's a really good point. That's that's the whole point that I and, and I guess like the dragons are. You got Danny. Danny's now emerging. You got at some point. Uh, maybe this is like pre into Fagon, but I think John. I think this was like a big John Snow to Targaryen deal here. I really like that, and then I I think you should keep an eye out for that for the castles too, because again, I think this the castle this, the cloud castle Santa sees again they two they they arise and then they collide, so maybe that's like Stark lands two houses colliding, come together. Or Tar- Stark yeah Targaryen colliding for Jon Snow as it fades from black to gray, and then for Sansa it fades to gold as the dawn breaks through it. It mm-hmm. goes black to gray to gold, but yeah, yeah, keep an eye out. We'll talk about more of that one in the next chapter. A lot, another thing I had for the dragons, which was similar, when he first goes in there, she's standing in the jaws of one, and he thinks uh, one dragon skull looks much like another. Yeah, right, Vagar and Valerian. Oh. You can't tell which one. So, but like symbolism wise, but you're quote, saying now that I bring attention to you, I have, I have two thoughts on it. One dragon skull looks much like another. I think I think one of them might be a stretch. One is the, the one I think is a stretch is Fagon. Mm-hmm. Right, like, oh, maybe one dragon looks like another. It's hard to tell if he's a real dragon or not. He's going to look like one. He's going to have the golden hair and purple eyes. Well, let's take it a step further, right? We know that the baby's skull was crushed, right? I wasn't thinking that. You're talking about Aegon, Rhaegar's son. Rhaegar's yeah. son's skull was crushed. Oh, that's a great point. So, 
So like, oh, one skull looks like another one. Fake skull. It's actually true. A. Now we're going true Aegon. Well, I guess the fake skull would be Fagon. Yeah, the actual dead. I'm saying, I'm saying the the crushed no, 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 skull. You're right. The fake skull. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. It's a if it's a fake skull, it would be real Aegon. Yeah. So, so yeah. okay. So I, yeah, that's a great point. I like. I love everything you just said. I wasn't thinking about that at all. But I don't think it's clear for people who might not be as well versed. What Jeff <laughs> I think is hinting at is, so the theory. Pe- what varies claims is, hey, I took a baby and swapped it. I, when I knew this city was getting sacked, I took a baby from Flea Bottom and swapped that with the baby in the crib of Rhaegar's baby's room. That that baby's named Aegon, <laughs> right? So it makes everything confusing. It would be Aegon the Sixth, the next Aegon after Egg. But when the mountain comes and climbs, the mountain smashes the baby's head against the wall, right? Varys claim is we swapped those babies. The baby's head that they smashed is a fake skull that got smashed, and we actually have the real Aegon, the real Rhaegar, Rhaegar's baby, across the sea. Here, you're saying, them saying one dragon skull looks one to another. It's hard to tell what a, what a skull looks like. Yeah. They smashed yeah. Aegon's skull. Varys could be telling the truth. They might have just swapped out a dead baby for yeah. another dead baby and have the real Which baby. gives us now, if we take all the symbolism for this chapter, we have Danny, true Aegon, and Jon Snow, who maybe is just not Aegon, maybe or maybe he's Aegon too. Maybe he's gonna is going to appear to be a dragon, right? Come from the black to the gray of the yeah. dragon skull. So now we have now we have the three heads of the dragon. And that was last chapter. Last chapter, Danny was like, "I need three heads of the dragon. If I sleep with Jorah and Dario, yep. they can ride dragons." So there you go. Here's your answer. That's, that's nope. interesting. I didn't think about. I didn't think about that. I just the saw, other I thing just I thought the about whole, for the dragon. I just saw the whole book. They don't even need to put out <laughs> one's winner. Just listen I, I to like our podcast. It. But the other thing I had for this one is in the next two books, there is a skull, not a dragon skull, but a skull that they're passing around. And there's questions on whose skull this is. <sighs> is it the real uh, skull that you think it is? Is it Ned's Dorn, skull? Dorn yeah. demands a skull. Oberyn is killed. The mountain is also killed. Uh, Air quotes. You guys can't see it. The mountain is killed. And I think Balon Swan takes... The mountain skull down to Dorne. The mountain skull. Yeah. Uh, there's a big. Spe- we know Robert Strong. Basically, Carburn says to Cersei, "Oh, there's a guy in the Kingsguard who's ready to fight for you. His name is Robert Strong. He's really big. This is." The I mountain. thought the Strong family died. They did. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> they died out. I don't know how they play that. I don't know how they they played on passing that off. So this is what this is what the wiki says about Robert Strong. Before her walk of atonement, Queen Cersei sends word to Kyburn to replace the empty spot on the Kingsguard with one that would serve her as a champion by trial by combat. When Queen Cersei arrives at the Red Keep after walking naked from the Great Sept of Baelor, Sir Robert Strong lifts her up, carrying her to the gatehouse, and is then introduced as her champion by Kyburn. Later on, Sir Kevin Lannister remembers that Marin Trant claimed that Robert took neither food nor water, and Sir Burroughs Blunt said that he'd never seen him use the privy. Kevin has inexplicit suspicions about the identity of the man, suspicions he believes are shared with Mace and Randall Tarley. Robert Strong is the mountain. Robert Strong is the mountain zombie. And he's eight feet tall. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of theories about, like, and I, I think some of them I was talking to. I forgot. The, I didn't. I didn't remember that they gave him a name. Yeah. And I was talking I, again. You're right. It's suspicious that, that nobody brings up Strong because I think that house is. Maybe I'm wrong. And Larry's does have kids, and then they just like get all their land stripped, but they're still like a really minor house, and that's why like yeah, it makes uh-huh. sense that a new Strong popped up. But I, I don't know. I thought that because they were the Lords of Harrenhal in the time of Dance of the Dragon. I should probably know this, but not da- not the book Dance of the Dragon, the the show. To bring it back to this chapter, one dragon skull looks much like another. Again, the dragon part, this is Xing out the dragon part here and just focus on the skull. One skull looks much like another. Well, if they could have sent a random person's bones up with Ned, like that's not Ned. So there's a few thoughts. I think there's a few thoughts that, I think there's two theories that one Robert Baratheon's head is on it because we never hear what happens to Robert's body and they call him Robert Strong. And the other thought is that Rob Stark's head is on it. Because yeah. Joffrey wants Rob Stark's head shipped down so Sansa will have to open it at the <laughs> wedding. But 
maybe it doesn't get maybe it doesn't get there in time, but they still send it. And now why can't they just keep the mountain's head? Why they have to take? Why didn't they leave his head? One theory is they cut his head off because they need a big skull. So they they had to cut his head off. They had his actual skull. So it is. Yeah, I think it makes the most sense that it's still his head. I think it makes the most sense that it's still his own head. But there are theories that it's that. I mean, isn't the whole thing that the mountain wasn't actually dead, though? Like, are we really bringing? I mean, I guess we we've brought there's weirder shit that's happening, right? So I guess it's not out of the realm of. There are like major Game of Thrones theorists who I think refer to Gregor Robert Strong as a science white. So you have whites, then you have Beric and John and Catelyn who are fire whites, yeah. or like whites brought back with fire magic. And then you and have this is Maester. This is a, a Maester science white. white. People call it a science. I've heard it referred to as a science white. I think that might be indie geek or history of Westeros that says that trying to give give credit to wherever I stole that from but but yeah people think this guy was actually dead in Kyber and brought him back with some magic and again the only hint of this what the, one of the quotes I pointed out from Kyber before is Jamie asked him like do you believe in ghosts or something like that and Kyber says if I once walked into a room and there was no one in there but I could I knew that there was a woman sitting in a chair in that room just a moment before like from the smell in the air or the, or the seat mark left in the cushion or, or I could I knew it. And he's like, if we leave an essence of us behind when we leave a room, surely leave something of us behind when we leave this life. Right. Which, again, mm-hmm. that's like the only quote we've ever had from Kyvern about related to this so far, at least. But that de- definitely gets you thinking in like the he's definitely <laughs> and he got kicked out of Citadel for doing like dark magic. I think surgeries. Maybe not yeah, yeah, surgeries yeah. with the intent to heal, but surgeries with the intent to learn. Where he was like, I think they call them vivisections. Where you're literally just cutting open people to learn. Quick. Yeah, but he's like, you have to cut open. Lo- and at least in the show, I think he says like, if you can learn so much from cutting open a dead body, surely you can learn more from cutting open a live body. Yeah. But, but I think he says he was doing this to like prisoners and stuff, but still very questionable. Like you can't yeah, be cutting yeah, yeah. open living people just to see how it works. Next one I had. Sansa was dreaming of Winterfell. So at the beginning of this chapter, Tyrion's like, oh, she was whispered something. She must be having a nightmare. You're spoiling next week's chapter. For you. It's okay. You're supposed to have. This is a spoiler section. She, it's the first chat. It's the first paragraph of her next chapter. She was dreaming of Lady and all her brothers running through the gods. She was having a good dream. And what Tyrion, I think, remembers here is that she whispered a name. And he's like, oh, I don't even want to know what it's about. It's probably a bad dream. And she's having good dreams here. So I think it's just kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, last thing, Tyrion calls Shay sweetling. Mm, I didn't pick up on that. With the whole sweet. She's dirt. I don't think he actually calls it to her, but she, or he thinks it to himself. Interesting. Yeah, she's dirty. We know that. Not dirty. She's just a liar. Yeah, when she says, my giant of Lannister, I love you so. And I love you as well, sweetling. A horror she might well be, but she deserved better than what he had to give her. Yeah. The only other thing that uh, we could go down a rabbit hole and I don't really care for right now would be just Varys. Like, what's his real deal? Like, does he feed? Like, I'll just say this real quick and we can maybe talk about it or not. I feel like using Tyrion, like him knowing about Shay is the biggest chip he has against Varys. Uh, I'm sorry. Using the chip of Shay is the biggest one he has against Tyrion. Right. Agreed. So to just openly say that to Cersei, just giving away that information. Now, what does he really have against Tyrion too? Varys himself games nothing. Right. Except, except, except trust with Cersei. And she trusts, maybe she will use you a little bit more or like whatever. Like my thing is like, he should just be keeping all these really, really big secrets. And like, if Cersei, like he did, he wouldn't have to tell her the whole truth. Maybe he could give her like half the truth. Like, oh, that's not Shay the camp follower. That's just Shay the bedmaid that now he's sleeping with. Like, kind of like half half a lie, half a truth. Like, I mean, a hundred percent. And one of, this is one of the things I think people don't respect Varys enough for not, uh, most. And I think the best example I, we talked about before when when Varys wants to get Shay as Lolly's handmaid. Do you remember what he tells Tyrion? Tyrion's like, I want to try and get a way, find a way to get Shay into the castle. And Varys is like, you know what? I think we could find a way in by getting her to replace one of Lolly's handmaids because the current handmaid. I, I don't remember. Has been stealing jewels. Okay. Right? So Varys knew this, that she's been stealing jewels. And he didn't tell Cersei. He didn't tell Lolly's. 
You just sat on yeah. it. Right? And he was like, oh, now I'll now I'll rat this girl out. Yeah. He's not a snitch. He knows the value of information. And he, he will just hold it and be like, you know what? That's a right. good thing to know. If I ever need to get her kicked out or I need someone to get come in, you know what I mean? So I think that's exactly yeah. what this is. That's why I don't think – I think it's a lie that he'd be like, oh, I'm just going to tell Cersei if she asks me. Like, no, you're not. Like, you're not going to just do that. You're – you're gonna tell it to Cersei uh, when you're gonna tell it to Cersei when it fits you best, not just because she asked this one time. Well, if it's Varys, I'm gonna kill you if you don't tell me who this girl is right now. He'd be like, "Okay, fine." Every question from Cersei could be that, right? You don't know, so I feel like the thing is, if Cersei ever says to Varys, "Who is this person?" and Varys knows, that's her putting him in check. Okay. And maybe sure. Varys has a really good excuse he can pull out of his ass. And that's what he tells Tyrion here. He's like, hey, I made up an excuse for Shay, but yeah. it was only good enough to fool Ollie's. Right? Like, and that right. that's it. We've we've gone with that now. Like, that's our that's our backstory. It wasn't it wasn't the lie that's meant for Cersei. I get it. I get it. I get it. Like, exactly. Like, I don't have the bishop on H4 waiting for the for the come in and I can block this, right? Like, if now if Cersei puts me in check, we're not playing against like the how does the chess ranking goes? We're not playing against the fucking low levels anymore. We're playing against a grandmaster. If Cersei puts me in check, that's it. That's checkmate. I gotta give. I have one move, and that's yeah. telling the truth. But then again, couldn't she just be like, "Well, fuck, you've been hiding this from me this whole time. Like, I'm just gonna kill you anyway after you give me this." Info. I think. You, I think what you're saying is that, and I think this is true. Varys is still like a mid-level chess player. I think he's a pretty good chess player, but he's playing against a grandmaster. I think with Cersei and Tywin. And again, not that they're better at scheming, just that they have some cards that he doesn't have. Whereas what you're suggesting is, would Varys ever just tell Cersei for no reason? I think that's kind of like Varys like having, a, like, you know what I mean? Like needing to get out of jail free card. He might not be in check, but he really knows that this would make me, you know what I mean? Like this would really help my plan. Right, right. Yeah. That's all I had. We'll see you guys in the next one for Sansa 4. All right. Bye. It's a good one. It's actually a good one. Short one, but good one. See you guys then. Bye-bye.